Good morning. I'm Steve Gilbert, along with Dan Peterson and Jamie Weisler. We are the co-hosts of the Inch by Inch, the ultimate home comfort show. Presented to you by Roinch & Sons Heating, Air Conditioning & Plumbing, a service experts company, eight-time winner of the Consumer Choice Award, seven-time winner of the London Free Press Best of London, three-time winner of the Best of Home Stars and the Top Choice Award. We're the presenting sponsor of the London Night Radio Broadcast. We're a finalist of the London Chamber of Commerce Business of the Year Medium Size Award. So we want to thank you for listening today, and we hope you'll be able to listen every Saturday morning from 9 to 10 as we provide you, our listeners, uh, with some information on how heating and air conditioning and plumbing. And uh, But most... Did I? <laughs> anyway, I'll try that again. <laughs> heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. And... Uh, most important, the phone lines are open, so you can give us a call locally at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. You can send us an email to inchbyinch at serviceexperts.com, but I won't get that because it goes to Peter. And uh, But please don't wait. Give us a call. And have you got... Have you got your chair fixed, Dan? I do have my chair fixed. <laughs> Tactical difficulties, yeah. <laughs> One minute he was there, and then he was gone. <laughs> I didn't think anybody noticed that. Oh, it's good. As I was reading, yeah, I saw you out of the corner of my eye. So good morning, gentlemen. Good, good morning. morning. How's everybody? Just ducky. Yep, great. On this frosty February. It is frosty. Yeah. yeah it's fin- be out there. Finally got cold. Yeah, until uh, tomorrow. <laughs> then five degrees. Yeah. <laughs> it is winter. Winter today in London. It is. Yes. Or is it, are we almost in the sprinter? Oh, here we go. <laughs> he is not here. I just, he's in my heart. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And he'll be the one getting the, the email, the inch by inch at serviceexperts.com. That doesn't come to my phone. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, good to have you both here. Thank you for stepping in while Mr. Inch is uh, recovering from knee surgery. I appreciate you both uh, for being here. Yep. Your pleasure. Not a problem. Awesome. And uh, how was Valentine's Day? It was fantastic. It was fan- Dan, fantastic. It was fantastic. And now if I call Lynn, will she be saying the same thing? Yes, she will. Okay. <laughs> That's wow. good. Wow. All right. I took her to the hockey game last night. You are so thoughtful. <laughs> and did you take her for dinner as well? Uh, no. Oh. No. Flowers? No. Oh, we had things to do. Chocolate? No. Uh, None no, of the above. A hockey game. Hockey game. Yeah, hockey that that game. sounds like a Ho- fabulous. It, it, uh, does it? <laughs> yeah, it does. Isn't that what you do every Friday? Pretty well. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but it was special. It was a great it, day. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> and on that hockey game, how did we do last night? Well, we won 6 3. I just heard Kelly talking about that mm-hmm. hockey game, and uh, it was a good game. Against the Kitchener Rangers. Against the Kitchener Rangers. It was a big the, game. The yeah, first place yeah. Kitchener Rangers. Yeah. It was a big game for both teams, really. I think uh, both teams probably wanted to send a message out there. Okay. And uh, it was tight until the last week. It was actually a tight game the whole. Yes. 6-3 was not really an indication of the okay. way the game was played. So it was no. a much closer game than yes. what the score sheet yeah, shows. Yeah, a great game. Okay. I think London scored four power play goals, though, actually. Yes, they well, did. Yeah. Important for the power play, then. Yes, Nice. Yes. On both ends. Okay. Kitchener had a lot of uh, power play opportunities, too, in London. Um, Fought them well off, against them. Yes. Good. Yep. So, a very enjoyable hockey game. Yes, it was. Good game. All right. And, Mr. Weiser, your Valentine's Day. Well, uh, we don't celebrate Valentine's Day at our household because... It's just another day. It is just another day because I love my wife all the time. 
But Valentine's Day is actually our anniversary. We had our first date on Valentine's Day. So yesterday was actually our 33rd anniversary wow. of our first um, romantic um, get-together. Yes. Nice. Congratulations. But we did nothing. We had uh, M&M's cabbage rolls for dinner and, <laughs> and a glass of wine. <laughs> so. Well, that's something. That's nice. <laughs> yes. Very nice. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's go. Mr. Gilbert. We're going to talk about mine after the first break <laughs> because my Valentine's Day is the subject of today's topic, hmm. which is, is maintenance. Oh, oh. <laughs> coolness in your home? Uh, we'll talk about that, yes. Yeah. You've never been known for Oops. maintenance. Well, there you go. <laughs> so, there's something wrong with the chairs in here. <laughs> Yeah, they just uh, kind of auto-lower. Yeah. Is I that just, what happened to you? I just watch you disappear <laughs> <Right>. slowly. <laughs> I'll just keep my feet out in front of me. Anyway, uh, yeah, so yeah, we're going to talk a little bit about um, the importance of maintenance today, and I'll get into that a little bit in more detail after our first break. But um, yeah, it's, it's just the importance of maintaining equipment. And I really can't really say a whole lot more than that. No, not in the business you're in. No, exactly. No, no. Well, and when you get some real cool weather like we've had in it, the it last makes things, day or yeah, so. It makes things more apparent, yes. And it makes you think a little more about that maintenance. Yeah, mm-hmm. it does. Yeah. Um, so, um, Peter, uh, have you been talking to Peter at all? Yeah, I was, we were around there last night. Oh, were so, you? You saw yeah. him, did you? Yeah. And how's he doing? He's doing very well. Um, Lynn thought that... Uh, he would be able to use some old-fashioned homemade chicken noodle soup. So oh, we that was very some kind. That was and, very nice. Uh, yeah, and uh, he seemed to be doing quite well. Now, did he get up and answer the door, or did you just let yourself uh, No, in? I just kind of, no, he just said, come on in. Nice. <laughs> and so uh, he's been, do- I know he's been doing his exercises, his physio, um, on a, he's on a tight schedule, and he's making sure that he's doing that, so... He checked in with me after the chamber event in St. Thomas yes. on uh, Wednesday. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, I, when I talked to him yesterday, he had he was just coming back from uh, a physio appointment. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and I think everything everything looks good and everything's working yeah. correctly. Yeah. Right. Well, good for him. Yeah. Good. So he'll be. Yeah. I'm sure he'll be itching to get back and taking control of uh, the radio everything. show. Yeah, of everything. Um, now, uh, the the music today is picked up uh, was picked by a coworker, uh, Jeff, in my in the office. So um, he was he was joking. Well, I can pick the music, and I said, "Well, you go right ahead." So <laughs> he picked the music today. So it'll be interesting, but yeah. I don't know if it has a theme or not. But anyway, when we get back from break, I'm going to just share a little bit about why about my Valentine's Day and the importance of maintenance. Okay, thanks. Because I never heard a song sung. Quite like Elvis Not much beats the sound of The pouring rain And there's something in your kiss Leaves me so Now have you ever heard that song, Jamie? No, I have not. No. I, I don't I don't no. mind it. No, I don't mind that at all. Yeah, that was no. um so Jeff, thank you for that. That was Breathless by William Prince. I don't think I know that, but I'll have to go on the Googler and, and check that one out. Check that out. Yeah. yeah. So just to remind everybody, the phone lines are open. So please, if you have any questions for us about heating, air conditioning, plumbing, or transmission repair, you can reach us at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. Okay. So you really want to know. Well, yes. So how was the wife's <laughs> Valentine's evening? Well, All so cuddled I, on the couch, I, watching TV. What I, I, we didn't 
I didn't think far enough ahead, you know, to maybe book dinner arrangements. So I just thought I would pick up something to make for dinner. So I did that and I prepared, uh, made dinner. And then we were just going to sit down and watch a movie that was recommended to us by um, uh, one of the girls, um, significant others. So I queued that up on the TV. And when as soon as you walk into my house through the side door, my Nest thermostat sees you and it goes, oh, hey, hi, hey, you're home. home. Okay, I'm going to turn the temperature up from 68, which is what I keep it when I'm not at home, to the 70 or 71 degrees that it's it's set to when you come in. Yes. So I that happens. I assume that happens, right? So during the course of the evening, just finishing dinner, thinking, wow, you know, Annette's, Annette's got a couple of blankets. She's looking for another blanket. And <laughs> I'm thinking, it's kind of cool in here. And I, you know, I, I go over to the thermostat, wave at it. It turns on. And sure enough, it's still saying like 69 and it's looking to be 71. And I'm thinking, wow, something's going on. So I go over to the van and I stick my hand up at the vent. And yeah, there's some hot air coming out of there. So the furnace is working, but it's not working. There's not a lot of hot no. air. So I'm thinking, I've got a really bad feeling about this. And hmm. of course, Annette, in her in her infinite wisdom, says, well, aren't you some sort of comfort consultant? Aren't Isn't this your business? Isn't this what you do? So um, I decided I better go out because my furnace is just above the living room in the attic space. So I decided I just, I got to go outside and get the ladder. So I go outside, get the ladder, set it up, pop the hatch. And as soon as I lift that hatch, I'm listening to my furnace thinking, hmm. oh, yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, there's something going on here. So what do you think it was, Dan? Um, I know it wasn't batteries. No batteries. <laughs> no, it wasn't ba- wasn't a battery problem. <laughs> I touched the, uh, the furnace is running. I touched the plenum. The plenum's hot, but <laughs> it's making a lot of noise. And so. Yeah, she was starving a little bit, eh? Need a little air, yeah. So it, it, it's called a dirty filter. <laughs> wow. She- yeah. Do you have a maintenance program? I do, yes. With your company? It's that funny can... you say, say that. I do have a maintenance program, with my, mm-hmm. but I leave my fan running all the time, so my filter gets dirtier faster. Mm-hmm. Yes. And um, But then my wife reminded me, said, well, you've got that fancy Nest thermostat on the wall. Doesn't it tell you when you're supposed to change the filter? And I said, yes, it does. And but... she said, well, didn't it? And I went... <laughs> Yes, it did. She said, you ignored it. And I went, of course I did, because I didn't think it was time yet. Well, you so, admitted these things to your wife? Yeah, because hmm. she threatened to call in if I didn't. <laughs> well, okay. So, so anyways, uh, regardless of that, I had, a, I had a filter up there ready, and I uh, took the old one out. It was very dirty, put the new one in, and the furnace went, ah. <sighs> Just yeah. a breath of fresh air. And then it was warm. <laughs> See, even the boss is chiming in on filter. <laughs> Thanks, Peter. Uh, yeah, so I put the new filter in. The furnace took kind of a nice breath of air. And then, you know what? The thermostat got up to heat in probably 30 minutes. The room was perfect. Wow. Yeah, right? And what have you learned from this? Well, I've learned a bunch of things. Kind of, kind of like my water heater thing, right? Yeah. You didn't learn from that, obviously. Um, I did, because I, so I have a maintenance plan. That filter, because I, the technician wrote on that filter uh, that he replaced that filter October of this past year. So that filter's been in for 
all of October, November, December, January. So four five, and a half months. Four and a half months, five months. So now I know I need to change. If I'm going to leave my fan running 24-7, I have to change that filter every three to four months. Yeah. So I, I now know. Hmm. Yeah. How long has that furnace been in there? Uh, two years. Where are you going with this, Jamie? <laughs> I'm just wondering. <laughs> it took two years to figure that out? Well, no. Maybe. How does Annette put I, up with you? I, exactly, right? Yeah. That's <laughs> that's the challenge there's right there. There's the question. Yeah. And, uh, wait, hang on. Oh, I, I'm just, I'm just, cause I'm, I've got, I've got lots of things coming in. Oh, you neglected to say it was in the middle of the movie that the, uh, yeah. And was I it a romantic that, movie? That I decided to change the, um, to change the filter. Yeah. Okay. And was it a romantic movie? Uh, no, it was, it was an interesting movie. It was Die called, Hard or something like no, that? No, it was, it's actually, it was, it just won Best Picture of the Year. It's called Parasite. Oh, oh yes. Yes. Yep. Yes. And if you haven't seen it. Uh, you should. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's interesting. It's not what I expected. It had a, a turn in the middle of the movie that completely threw me. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. But it was, it well, was in the middle good. of the movie is when you're on the roof changing your filter. So that would have changed it right there. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yes. Right. Just change it. So it's very important to stay on top of your furnace maintenance, as well as your air conditioner maintenance, as well as your filter changes. That's right. Okay. That's right. I preach it all the time. Yes. Apparently, I just don't do it. Practice what you preach. Yes. You know. Yes. Well, Steve, when you have no batteries, you just don't have anything. Right. So when you don't have battery in your thermostat, that's right. Then you don't realize that your thermostat's trying to tell you to change it. Yeah. Yes. So then what I told I, I told you that my Nest Protect is telling me that it's got a very low battery. So I mm-hmm. get a, a message from Nest to say that my, my uh, carbon oxide smoke detector has got a low battery. So... I'll make sure that I pick up batteries today for that, and I'll change it when I go home. Um, are you making a promise that you're going to do that? Yep. Or because yep. Just because you've been warned doesn't really necessarily you're going to do it. Okay, do you know what? I'll make myself a note, <laughs> and I'll make sure I do that today. Right. I've got time, right? I've okay. got time. Right. Well, Steve, when uh, the Nest Protect tells you that it needs batteries. Yes. Is there also a signal that goes off, like most? Yeah, well, the uh, it has a light in it, and the light changes color. So instead of a white light, I get a I get an amber light. So you do know that it's a visual, yes, yeah. as well as the email you get. Yeah, good. But no auditory, no beep beep. No, no beep beep. Yeah, no. Uh, now, if anybody who's listening today wants to share an embarrassing story about a filter or lack of maintenance, you know, you can call and help me out. <laughs> Phone number is 519-643-2222. Just, you know, just to say, yeah, it's happened to me. And if nobody calls, then it's all right. You're the only one. I'm the only one. (laughs) The only one. I I don't believe that that's probably true. There are many out there, but they may not share their story of of that with a lot of people. Some guys are too embarrassed to, you know, acknowledge these kinds of things. Okay. It's done. So um, I... I've reset my furnace reminder, my filter reminder. So when it goes off in three months, I will change my filter. Okay. Mark and Peter's, that down. And Peter's happy because that means he gets four filters uh, a year out of me. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. Question. I set my thermostat for 22, but it doesn't always stay at that temperature. <laughs> Could it be the settings? Check your filter. I would say, suggest, <laughs> could be the settings. If it's a smart thermostat, sometimes it just automatically, so for instance, the Nest, it's got, an, it's got a smart 
feature about it. So it will automatically set itself back if necessary you don't walk in front of it. You can disable those settings um, and tell it not to do that. Uh, but part of the feature is it's that it thinks, if it doesn't think that you're home, it's just going to think that you've left and it's going to yeah. set down the temperature. So uh, I look just a quick story. A friend of mine, his parents needed a new system, put a new system in. We put the nest in and um, he called me like a week later. He said, Steve, I said, how's the, how's the furnace working out for your parents? He said, well, he says they're in the front room all the time and they've got blankets. He says, it's kind of always cold in the house. Well, I said, didn't you set the temperature? He said, set, but it always seems to be cold. And I went, oh yeah. So the thermostat's in an area of the house where they never walk by. Uh, so the thermostat never thought that they were actually in the house. Right. So it was automatically always setting the temperature back. So although they might've had it set for 72 or 73, it was always like 68 in the house. Yeah. So uh, I just went in, changed those settings so that it didn't, it wasn't looking for that and away to the races they went. So yeah, you there are things that you can change in those thermostats to allow you to, to alter that. Just I do have to change mine because we have that same thing going on with ours. Do you? Yeah. Just not walking in front of it? So, yes. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's just trying to save you energy. That's why they do it. But um, if you're not, if you're not, it fits in an area that you're not walking past it often enough. Yeah. It, yeah. It, uh, it thinks it's... Uh, Doing the right thing for you, but that isn't always the case. Sometimes yes. you have to uh, change the adjustments on them. So that's what they—that's what these thermostats have these days. They have like proximity sensors to know that if someone's in the house. Yeah. So, so I should put mine near the fridge or near the bathroom. Then there you go. <laughs> yes, near the beer fridge or near the, yes. Or the well, bathroom. I was just saying fridge. This is a family show. So <laughs> oh, okay. Right? Yeah. All right. Well, some of the older thermostats, Steve if they have an older thermostat, can be out of calibration a couple of degrees. So that's another good point, Dan. So you if, know, it, if so they, they have, should have a thermometer in their home to make sure that it matches what's on the thermostat. Now, if you were, if you have an old thermometer, would it match up with the old thermostat? So if you have an old thermostat, should you have a new thermometer, <laughs> like something digital? or It's Just, hard to say, right? It is hard to say, but I know that they used to lose their calibration and get out of calibration and... Right. And you may get a couple of degrees variance on the thermostat. Yeah. So bring something in to check it. Well, because the old, old thermostats, the Honeywell rounds have mercury in them. Yes, they And do. it's, it, it just kind of jiggles yeah. back and forth. So they're not very accurate at all. Not they're close mm. and they they're did, close, they, yes. they did as well for a lot of years, but nowadays, um, you should be able to precisely tell you what, what the temperature yes. is in your home. And, and on that on that uh, twist of fate with the, the new stuff versus the old stuff, um, a lot of this nest and, and whatever is something that, you know, you can go to your local hardware store and, you know, put in yourself. What do you do with the old thermostat? What do you do with that old Honeywell round? Like, well, you should You be, certainly don't throw it in the garbage. You cannot, you should not, cannot throw those old mercury thermostats in the garbage because, you know, that, that, that ounce of mercury can, mm -hmm. can pollute a lake. Right. So you really, you, you can take it back to Home Depot or wherever you bought your thermostat. They should take those back. Mm -hmm. I know that we collect thermostats, so we have to, we have to dispose of them properly. So there is a place for those and you just, you just can't throw them in the garbage. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But if someone wanted to go out to Roy Inch and Son, pick up their filters. We would take that thermostat. At the same time, you take yes. that thermostat yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. Peter uh, just made a comment. He cannot believe that. I didn't change my filter, right? Well, you've known him a long time, Peter. <laughs> it's true, right? Yeah. Remember the uh, tankless? 
Okay, we don't have to revisit that <laughs> all the time. There's either. a repeating theme, theme going on here. That's right, yes. What else haven't you done maintenance on? How's your car? How does your car operate? When was the last time you changed the filters in it? Actually, uh, I drive a company vehicle, and it's on a very precise uh, maintenance schedule. Okay. Yeah. Because and we, Annette's vehicle? We, it's just been done. Okay. Looked after. Boy. <laughs> just checking. Thank you. I'm looking out for your best interest, my friend. You are. Well, we're at the bottom of the hour, and uh, I'm going to get off the air for oh, just so I can have early. a breather because, yeah, I'm scared <laughs> someone's going to call in. <laughs> anyway, we'll, get, we'll see you soon, and uh, we'll talk a little bit more about maintenance. Thanks. Now, there's an old familiar song. Oh, yes? Yeah. Mm. So thanks, Jeff, for that one as well. That one was uh, Wild World by Cat Stevens. Yes. Yeah. So just want to remind everybody the phone lines are open. You can reach us at 519-643-2222 or 1-866-354-8255. So um, I told you at the break I was going to share with you. So... Uh, Richard was on, Richard's on call this week, yes. our armchair technician. He's just uh, awoken and he started to text me. I just told him he's missed a good part of the show so far. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were picking on you pretty good, yeah. <laughs> so uh, Richard uh, got got called out to an emergency call uh, this past week. And uh, then uh, he called me and gave me a little heads up. And so it was an emergency uh, air conditioner call. Okay. Air conditioner call? <laughs> Emergency air conditioner call. Was it at Peter's house? No, it wasn't no? at Peter's house. Well, <laughs> okay. you would think that would be at Peter's house, but <laughs> no, it wasn't. So, oh, before we do that, I'm just going to go to the phone line first, okay? Okay. We have Marv on the line. Hello, Marv. Good morning, Steve. How are you today? I'm good. How are things? Excellent. Uh, we really enjoy listening to your show. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, if something happens to your company... I think maybe you and the boss will be able to go into a comedy show together. Thank you. I, <laughs> I, I, appreci- I appreciate that very much, Marv. But I have a few stories to tell you. They're pretty quick. Okay. Number one, regarding thermostats, many years ago, my dad installed a stoker on our furnace down east. <laughs> okay. You yeah. know what a stoker is? I do. Yes. And um, worked perfectly. In the daytime, but at nighttime, the house seemed to get cold. It didn't take us very long to figure out that uh, the floor lamp was underneath the thermostat. (laughs) (laughs) Keeping things nice and warm. Right. Yes. Once we moved that, everything went okay. (laughs) Number two, a niece of mine uh, purchased a house. And it used to be electric heat, and they converted it over to uh, natural gas. Yes. But it was a two-story house, so the venting for the discharge for the heat was in the ceilings. Okay. Yes. So they could never seem to get it right, and they called me up to go over have a look at it. Well, it was the same thing. The filter was so bad, you wouldn't believe it. Yeah, it's, it's amazing that a, a furnace just can't give you any yeah. heat when it can't get any back. Well, it needs air, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah. it does. Number three, I think this is a kind of a uni- unique uh, uh, fix I came up with. We have a cottage with a wall furnace. Yeah. And we don't go up every weekend. 
and the thermostat is a uh, five and two programmable. Okay. Yeah. And we like to keep it at maybe uh, eight degrees when we're not there. Ooh, that's chilly. Well, it's quite well insulated. <laughs> okay. So, and I didn't want the furnace to run all the time. Like right. Like we weren't there wasting energy. Exactly, yes. But I would, I, I wanted to, it to be warm at six o'clock on Friday night when we arrived. Right. So what I did was I programmed the thermostat on, for Friday to think it was Saturday. Oh. So at eight o'clock in the morning, it would go to 15 degrees. At four o'clock in the afternoon, it would go up to eighteen degrees, and we, when we arrived at six o'clock, it was eighteen degrees. So it's perfect. <laughs> and nice. If we didn't arrive at ten o'clock at night. It would go back into eight degrees <laughs> until Saturday, which you thought it was Sunday. Exactly. <laughs> and then uh, the same scenario. And then d- during the week, it would be in the uh, low. In the low, in the low eights again. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, we really enjoy your um, your uh, uh, show. Thank you, Marv. And you noticed I never uh, mentioned any mistakes that I've made. That's okay. You're, you you <laughs> don't have. I, I just appreciate the phone call in. <laughs> no, and one thing is, myself. Uh, if nobody sees me breaking anything, it never happened. There you go. <laughs> it never broke. <laughs> who worked at a nuclear generating uh, facility? He used to say, don't ask me what happened. It was like that when I got here. Perfect. <laughs> <I do. laughs> well, I thanks for calling. Well thanks for your boss, and he has a speedy recovery. Thanks, Marv. <laughs> thanks, Marv. Have a great day, guys. You, yep, too. Yep, you too. You too. Bye. Bye. <laughs> All right. So, thanks, Marv, for calling in. That was great. That was interesting. Mm. Yeah. Comedy show. That's, yeah, comedy. <laughs> Peter and I is a comedy act. Right. <laughs> so, um, I, speaking of that, that has to go with my call that Richard sent me on. So, Richard sends me on this call. I go to the house because it's an air conditioner call, and it's in February, but that's, that's fine. <laughs> As I pull up to the house, um, the, the son-in-law is there to meet me. So he swings me over and says, well, come on over to the side of the house where the air conditioner is. And <laughs> I walk to the side of the house and um, the air conditioner, the neighbor was backing out of the driveway. And I mean, he took this air conditioner for a ride. Oh, no. <laughs> so <laughs> it was torn away, line sets gone, refrigeration, like the oil's all over the wall, electrical's hanging out. It, uh, the furnace vents were snapped off that Richard had repaired. I mean, it was amazing. So I said, I looked up, I said, so what's wrong with it? Smarty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the good thing was, because uh, we talked about posting it afterwards and p- yes. what a post is, is just to protect it in such a narrow lane way. Um, yes. Because if he had missed, the, if, he, if the air conditioner wasn't there, he'd have nipped off the gas meter, which was right there beside it at the corner of the house. Yeah. So, and that could have been a bad day. That would yeah. have been a very bad day. Yeah, and there's already been uh, one of those yes. meter incidents in the city. Yeah, so the just the importance, while, so. you know, the importance of that. If you've, if you've got a shared driveway and it's a narrow driveway and you're concerned about that at all, just um, because the neighbor hadn't... hadn't hadn't plowed the driveway, so the driveway had some ruts in it, and it and obviously it was icy, and, and when they were backing out, the car just went sideways. So Yes. 
Yeah. Just for your own safety, if you've got one of those, you may want to just look at putting one of those posts in. It's on your property. You you have every right to do that just yeah. to make sure you protect your property. So yes. uh, just keep that in mind because uh, certainly it was a it was a big surprise to them. No, it, you know, that could easily have happened even pulling in. Absolutely. Yeah. You yes. know, if it's rutted and there's ice in there, you could slide pulling in. So. You may want to consider two posts, one in, one on each side. And well, I'm surprised because usually, usually Union Gas is good about wanting those posted, right? Because yes. it's so it's a so yes. such a narrow driveway. Yes. So, and and they may they may ask for that now that they've there's mm-hmm. been an incident, but yes. there's no incident with the gas meter, just with the air conditioner. No, but it's not. It's it's a good thing to just be safe and make sure that. Uh, if you think that that could happen, maybe even call Union Gas and ask them if you think it'd be prudent to put a post in. Right. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Thanks. So that's um, – there's a question on here, Jamie, that kind of refers to you. Um, to me personally? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who cuts my hair, stuff like that? No? No, no, it wasn't no, that. All right. Just about – because you've looked after this, you can speak about it, but – I have a 20-year-old furnace unit that works well. Uh, would I save a lot of hydro if I were to replace it? Yes. That's just straight up yes. Not just hydro, gas. So the gas natural and gas. hydro. Yes. The combination of the two, it's, it, you, until you did it, you wouldn't believe it. And, you know, I said, even when you you did ours, we, we weren't replacing that old of a, a furnace, but the first one we did replace was phenomenal in, in savings. You did the calculations on the savings on this new furnace opposed to our 15-year-old furnace. I mean, we're seventy, eighty dollars a month just in hydro. That's huge, and that is huge. Yeah, I mean, yeah. in this day and age, where hydro is doing nothing but costing yes. us more, that is huge. Yeah, yeah. And that seventy, eighty dollars can go better spent on, you know, maybe filters, you know, stuff like that. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we all need you know, filters. Ma- maintenance yes. plans. Wow, jeez, just it's good, right? You open the door. I open the door. <clears throat> you didn't close it. You left it open. So. It's okay. I deserve it, right? I deserve it. Yes. That's good. We have our foot in the door now. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, You're so not you, closing it. So you can't close it. It's no? not closing yet. <laughs> Anyways, I'm I'm having a bit of a coffee fit, but it is time for a break, and Kelly's having a drink, so I'll um I'll turn it over to her, and then we'll get back with you. But please please remember the phone lines are open five one nine six four three twenty two twenty two or one eight six six three five four eight two five five. Thank you. I'm not as familiar with that one. No, Pearl yeah. Jam's a little bit out there even for me. Yeah, but that <laughs> was Off He Goes by Pearl Jam. Yep. Thanks again, Jeff, for that one. No. Yep. The last one, the the closing song is uh, that he's, for. he said, told me it was for his wife. So it was In Your Eyes by Peter Gabriel. So that'll be our closing song. But yeah. That's good. Yep. That's good. Yep. So um, you were talking at the break. You, you had a question yep. for me, uh, Jamie. Well, in in our legions of listeners, we, we do have uh, many fans out there, but uh, I periodically get messages sent to me because I apparently have a fan here or there too. But Awesome. Um, they, they listened to the show a couple of weeks ago and we had the uh, gentleman on about the carbon monoxide detectors and they wanted to know about room placement of a carbon monoxide detector. So they have a ceiling plug right. that is 120 full wired all the time. Um, they didn't know whether it was okay to put it there. It had to be at a low level or 
So carbon monoxide is lighter than air, and it mixes in a house uh, very easily. So it's not like it doesn't hang low or anything like that. It will disperse throughout the house. So um, what they really want you, uh, like having a carbon monoxide detector in the furnace room is really, it, it doesn't do you any good because if you're upstairs sleeping, you might not hear that carbon monoxide right. detector right. go off. That's right. So the importance yeah. of it is to have it on, they want it on all areas where you're sleeping. So... If you've got, um, if you've got, if you're living like upstairs in the sleeping areas, you should always have a carbon monoxide detector. Could be decentralized in the hallway, or it could be a plug-in glow on the wall. Doesn't matter. Okay, it'll still detect. I would suggest that you should really have one on 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 every level. I would suggest that if you've got, if there's a couch and a television, yeah. the potential for you to yeah. lie fall down asleep. and watch something and fall asleep is is high. So yeah. you need a CO detector in that area as yeah. well. Because yeah. you need to hear it if it goes off. And so we also recommend the digital display ones um, so you can actually see if there's ever been any CO in the house. That's They'll, right. Mm. That's right. When you walk in, it should always be zero. Some of them have a memory on it. When you walk in every now and then, just push that memory. If, if it shows any reading at all, then you got to figure out, okay, so why is there a reading? And uh, you need to keep track of that because it's important. Yeah. So yes, when your guys does. come and do maintenance on, on any one of those fuel burning systems, do they, if it has a digital system in the house, do they check that? We don't check that device. We always check for CO in the house. We always check for CO at the furnace, in the furnace vent, or any burning appliance. So if there's a gas burning appliance, we always check for CO in the house, 100% of the time. Okay. Yes. Have to. Okay. Yeah. They have a handheld device they carry with them that... Um, and we also have com- we have combustion analyzers as now too. So that combustion analyzer, they'll put it right in the exhaust to the furnace because we can find out if the furnace is operating properly. Doing a complete burn or not? Yes. Yep. And then we also put that in the airstream of the furnace as well. So it's important you get it in the vent. It's also important you get it in the airstream to see if there's if that furnace is pushing anything through whatsoever. Good. And yeah. if they get a reading in a house. Um, if they get a reading in a house and there's a few parts per million, uh, that's an alarm that there's something going on. So yeah. in one case, a customer had a gas stove in his house, wasn't vented, and he'd been using it. Yeah. So, You know, that's, that's a funny thing because I don't know whether everyone really realizes that if you have a gas stove, that overhead venting should be on. You turn that on, that has to be on. But that overhead venting has to leave the house. House, yes, not it just into be, the attic. It can't be a recirculation system no. either because there are some that just kind There's, of recirculate back out. On a gas appliance, a gas stove, cooktop, it has to vent out of the house. So because it is producing carbon monoxide. Absolutely, yes. So it has to be evacuated. So yeah. that's, Quite a few of them do have charcoal filters in them and such that but they... But charcoal is not going to do anything no, with yeah, no, carbon monoxide. No, that they, uh, they do basically just cut the odor in the house. Hmm. Right. Oh, sorry. Peter is just giving me an update because I didn't do Facebook likes. So apparently after, just after this radio show, we've got 830. Excellent. Yeah, I told you we had fans out there. Before the radio show, we only had 826. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So four likes in just, you know, 30 minutes. Yeah. You have the A team here. We do. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure he'll chime in on that one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, Dan and I are the A team. I get that. No, okay. I All was, right. I was understanding. Yes. Okay. It's okay. Yeah. Just checking. Yeah. Uh, Dan, 
Is it better for the furnace to keep changing the temperature on the T-stat, or is it best just to be set and left alone? This is a trick question. (laughs) It's a trick question. Um, That's actually a personal preference, really, too. Um, I think that uh, my personal preference is not to have the thermostat change a lot of degrees. You just want to set it and forget it. There's an old plumber coming at you. (laughs) (laughs) No, you. If you set it back too low, right? Too low. Yeah. You burn all of your fuel to get it back up to where you want it. So just don't set it too low. That's that's my personal opinion. How about a trick question? How okay. about how about it depends on the type of system you have. Well, that does too. Yes. If I've got a boiler, do I want to mess with the temperature at all? I prefer people didn't. I agree. they have to heat up the rad, the water, and then they have to heat up the rad, which in turn has to heat up the air. It takes too long to recover. Yes. So with a boiler system, you're much further ahead to leave the temperature the same. So set it and forget it. Yes. 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 And um, Now, forced air is a little bit different. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, now, we don't recommend setting it back too far, as you say. Right. Like, um, you know, if a, a couple of degrees, like... Keep in mind, two degrees C is like four degrees Fahrenheit, right? Correct. So yes. that's a lot of temperature. Yeah. Yeah. So just if you knock it back a couple of degrees Celsius, that's great. But knocking it back five degrees C, it, it's not really making no. a lot of sense. No. So yeah. when Marv was saying earlier about setting it back to eight degrees, is that getting down there? Well, now he, but keep in mind that What's he's- in a cottage life. Right, and he's that. away for a long time. The only problem is everything in that cottage is eight degrees. Mm-hmm. So it takes yeah. a lot of energy to get it back- to whatever he wants it because the walls, the floors, the drywall, all the appliances, they're all eight degrees. That's right. Furniture, everything. And they're absorbing that energy because they all have to be whatever temperature he's going to set it. So if he sets it for 18, everything in that house has to be 18 degrees or it's just going to keep on absorbing energy. So that's why if you haven't been in a house and you go to heat it up, it takes a long time to get it to temperature. People people don't really understand that, but uh, those all those... Objects take a lot of energy to, to get them warmed up again. No matter what heating system you have. Exactly. No matter what heating system. Style or fuel, it right. you still have to raise the... Core temperature of the building. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why uh, in-floor heat is so comfortable. Once you get the mass heated, it's great, but mm-hmm. so, it, sometimes it takes a lot of energy to get it heated, and then once you get it heated, we just want you to keep it there. We don't want you to fluctuate that temperature. Yeah, and and most people, what's the first thing that gets cold? Their feet. Yes. A lot of times, if you can keep your feet warm, the rest of your body feels Stays fine. warm. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Perfect. That's great. Yeah. Yeah. I just got to check the phone, see if anybody else... <laughs> oh. Richard, just the, the calendar in smartphone can remind you to, to uh, for your batteries, turn off side taps, so forth. So you can set reminders in your smartphone on your calendar <laughs> app. Just, yeah, Steve. You can no. set all these reminders, Steve, to do different things. Oh, except if you have a, a Crackberry like Jamie. <laughs> but Come on. Yeah, you could do things. Just you can set reminders. So you can set a reminder in your own smartphone once a year, change the batteries, that kind of stuff. So it's, it's yes. good. You can set... You can put that reminder in. For me, I should be putting a reminder in every every three to four months. Change my filter. I have it yeah. on my on my thermostat, but I could put a second reminder in on my phone. Sure. If I don't believe myself, yeah. <laughs> so somewhere around May, twelfth, thirteenth, fourteenth, you're going to get a message to change your filter, and you're going to do that. I am. 
because okay. yeah, because now it's going to affect my cooling. Now, where's the calendar? Right, we need to mark yeah, that yeah, down. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we can question you well, on that day. I do That's... have I do have to make one statement. <laughs> we we have a really great uh, offer right now, so I'm just going to get this on the air before while we still have time. It's buy one get one for your friends or family. So, if you buy a maintenance, we're going to give you one to give away to your friends or family. So keep that in mind. It's on for the next uh, few days. So it's called buy one or get one for your friends. That's a great so, one. That's yeah. a great offer, really. Dan, yeah. are we friends? Yes. Are you going to get your buyer <laughs> maintenance and then I'll get That's a free right. One. And give you one. Give you a free one. That's right. So if you don't know that neighbor across the street, what a great gift. What That would be a great you gift. Give, you buy yourself a, a maintenance and you can give one to that neighbor. Yeah. Okay. And that's for any of the maintenance packages, Yes, Steve? any of our maintenance packages. So that's plumbing, heating, yeah, plumbing, air heating, conditioning. air conditioning, all of it, yeah. yeah. So if okay. your son or daughter have just purchased a house or something yeah. and you're getting your, get your own maintenance done and, and give, give and it you to, get them, to give them, them a, you get to give right. them a free one, right? That's right. Yeah, it's awesome. It's so I think like it's Christmas. a great offer that That is have. a great offer. Yeah. There's another special you got going on too though, isn't there? Uh, well, there's there's always our Advantage program and we also, with that's... Uh, so we look after you pay us a low monthly fee and we look after your furnace. You can get a new furnace air conditioner for that. And we look after everything. Yeah. Um, so we're getting close. I just want to thank you gentlemen both for coming okay. in today. Thank You're you. are welcome. Helping me out. Yep. Not a problem. I appreciate that while Peter's away. We actually do this to help Peter out. Oh, Okay. <laughs> it's got nothing to do with Steve. Well, you're, you're okay to look at in the morning and stuff like that. Thanks. I did give you a chocolate today. You did. Thank you. Valentine's chocolate. Thank you for the yeah. Valentine's chocolate. Yeah. Yeah. Actually from my wife, so. Kelly says, thank you for the yeah. Valentine's chocolate. That was for <laughs> me. So. I, yes. Dan, good Dan to see you. Yeah, I got one. Okay. So when we're not in the, on the radio, you can reach us by calling in London and St. Thomas at 519-681-2450. In Sarnia, you can reach us at 519-786-2373 or always at 1-866-EXPERTS. You can reach us online at royinch.com. You can listen to a podcast of the show at royinch.com and hit the company tab and then uh, the about tab, you'll see us, the inch by inch button, and you can click on that. You can hear a podcast of this show. But as we say at the chop, life is hard by the yard. Buy from inch, life's a cinch. We'll see you next week. <laughs> <laughs>